Improving your paper P5 answers, part 1. This podcast aims to give a marker's perspective on the level of response that is required in a paper P5 answer. We are looking at a specific past paper question that caused considerable difficulty in the June 2014 session. The podcast will present and discuss two possible poor solutions to this question. Listening to the answer and the marker's comments should help candidates to avoid basic mistakes and gain a better understanding of the breadth and depth of solution that a marker is expecting. Before listening to this podcast, it is essential to have read the scenario and requirement for Question 1, Part 1, of the June 2014 Paper P5 exam, and it will be helpful to keep these to hand. The requirement is repeated here for clarity. Requirement Write a report to the CEO of Cantor to 1. Evaluate the current performance report in Appendix 1. Example Solution 1 An assessment of the performance of Cantor Group This solution is not given in full here, since it is not an answer to the question. However, an explanation of why this is the case may help to clarify your understanding of the requirement. There are also some examples of this kind of mistaken thinking in Example Solution 2. This was a common mistake in the actual examination, and so it is worth noting some of the ways in which a candidate could have realised that an assessment of the performance was not what was required. 1. An evaluation of the report, not the performance, is requested in the question. 2. The scenario contained the instruction the CEO has advised you that the board does not require an evaluation of Cantor's performance. Candidates who are in doubt about the importance of this comment need only check who the solution is being addressed to in order to appreciate its significance. 3. This type of question has appeared in past papers, such as Question 1, June 2013, Colmog, and Question 1, June 2012, Metis. 4. This issue of interpretation of the requirement was commented on in the examiner's report to these previous papers. 5. Finally, the issue is discussed in an article on reading the requirement at paper P5. The most plausible explanations for this error are either a lack of preparation, practicing past papers, reading examiner's reports and articles, and or entering the examination room with an expectation of the questions in the paper, i.e. that it would begin with a performance evaluation, which was then followed, regardless of the question asked. It is wise to remember that proper preparation and then careful reading of the question are prerequisites for success in the exam. The remainder of this podcast will look at a detailed commentary on a weak solution in order to give advice about how it could be improved. This solution represents a single answer of roughly the length often seen in the actual examination, but it is made up of common mistakes. It is divided up into sections, referred to here as points. A good way to approach this solution is to listen to each point as if you are the marker and see if you can spot the mistake. Then pause the podcast and try to think about how you would rewrite that paragraph in order to improve it. Resume the podcast and you will hear the marker's comments and you can compare them with your own ideas.
Example solution 2. A weak answer. Point 1. Cantor Group operates in a highly competitive market and has reached the limit of its expansion. This will have an impact on their profit. The company needs to find new ways to expand their market in order for their profits not to decrease. Comment. The group has a clear expansion plan for Juicy that contradicts this first sentence. Revenue growth is confused with profit growth and does not reflect the company's strategy of maximizing shareholder wealth, which need not be done through revenue growth. As an opening paragraph, this is not impressive since it does not appear to address the performance report. It seems to be a discussion of Cantor's business environment, its strategy and suggested improvements. If this was an answer to a paper P3 question, it might have merit. But it is an answer to a paper P5 question, and so is already straying from the point. Point 2. The current performance report is very informative, containing a mix of financial and non-financial information. Comment. For a marker reading such a comment, it shows that the scenario has not been read carefully. The report is exclusively financial. This mistake may arise from ignoring the requirement to address Appendix 1 and incorrectly starting to use other appendices. Point 3. The report compares actual results with budgeted, which is a good comparison as it gives the company an indication how it has performed compared to what it has budgeted. Comment. This could be more effectively explained by saying the report compares actual results with budgeted, which is a good comparison, as it gives the company an indication how it has performed compared to its plans and will assist in controlling the organisation. This would be better, as it would begin to show the purpose of budget information. Point 4. It splits its revenue income into products offered, which are food and drink, which is good as the company can see where most of its income comes from and can try and focus on these areas to try to increase revenue. Comment An appropriate point, but fewer words are often better, so an improvement would have been to say It splits its revenue between food and drink, which is good as the company can then prioritise the key area for revenue growth. Point 5 Currently, most of the revenue from the Cantor cafes brackets, cafes comes from drinks, 75% of it, 46.5 over 62.4, which is unusual, as you would expect that the majority of the income would come from food. Comment This needs justification in two ways. Firstly, what has this to do with the quality of the report? And secondly, why expect more revenue from food? A marker would often look at this sort of comment as tangential to the question and an unjustified speculation on the scenario. Without evidence from the scenario, this is simply an irrelevant statement. Point 6. Food income is only 25% of the income, 15.9 over 62.4. Cantor Group needs to explain why the revenue from food in cafes is low compared to drinks and to try to improve this. They can do customer surveys and see if their menu can be improved, or alternatively expand on the drinks variety 
and focus only on the revenue from drinks. Comment Again, this paragraph is making points that would be more relevant to a question that asked how to improve the performance of Cantor. This point could be improved by stating that the report would benefit from the inclusion of a narrative commentary, which could include an explanation of the split of food and drink revenues. However, the need for this explanation would also need to be justified, possibly by reference to the mission statement. Point 7. The revenue from Juicy mostly comes from drinks. 90% of its revenue comes from drinks, 5.4 out of 6, compared to 10% of its revenue from food, 5.9 out of 6. This was expected as the company focus on drinks and only offers food as a complement. Comment. This is the fourth paragraph on revenues and their split. For the candidate to have spent so long on this area, they must think it vital, and yet there has been no justification of this. If the mission had indicated that the company's aim was revenue growth, then that would have provided such a reason. However, it does not. Point 8. The report itself is good, as it breaks down the revenue and cost by categories and it can clearly see where the revenue or cost is being spent. Comment This comment is too vague. A reason must be given that justifies the value in this specific categorization of revenue and costs. Point 9 What it does not do is compare the revenue of food and drink to costs spent. Comment This comment is vague and arguably wrong as gross margin is given. An explanation of the value of reporting on gross margin for Cantor could score. Point 10. The revenue of drink in cafes, compared to the cost, is 27%, 12 out of 46.5, which is quite high. The company should try to decrease this cost by finding cheaper alternatives, such as implementing better supply chain or decrease wastage. Comment. Revenue compared to cost would normally be interpreted as revenue over cost, not cost over revenue. 12 over 46.5 is 26%, and there is inconsistent rounding in using one decimal place for revenue but not for cost. It is concerning for markers to see errors in simple number work. A vague suggestion of implement a better supply chain isn't relevant but decrease wastage might be helpful if it could be tied to the scenario by pointing to its importance in a trade serving fresh food. Point 11. The cost of sales in cafes of food compared to revenue is 4.5%, 15.9 over 3.5, which is acceptable. This concludes that even though the revenue from drinks is high, the cost of sales is also high, therefore decreasing profit. Comment. Again, there are inaccuracies in simple number work. 15.9 over 3.5 is 454%. And also there should be a comment that a gross margin of 4.5% sounds very strange, not acceptable. Point 12. The report shows the cafe's staff cost and compares with actuals versus budget. 
This indicates that the company budgeted 1.24% more than it actually spent. 16.1 minus 15.9 divided by 16.1. Comment. At this point, about halfway through, it is often a good idea for the candidate to check that they were answering the question asked. This comment clearly is not about the performance report, but about the performance of Cantor. Even if it were relevant, the comment is empty as no use is made of the 1.24% variance identified. This is most likely because it is immaterial. Point 13. In the juicy budget, the cost for staff was less than it actually spent, by 4.8% more. Comment. This point has been left in to show just how confused an answer can become. The way to avoid this is to think before writing. The probable meaning of this point is that the cost heading was 4.8% over budget. Point 14. This indicates that the company needs to focus on the staff cost and try to decrease it by either implementing new shift procedures or monitoring its staff turnover. Comment. The need for action on Juicy's staff cost has not been properly justified. In fact, if the candidate had checked, then they would have seen that Juicy's revenue was over budget by 4.9%, which may have explained much of the need for higher staff cost. Point 15. The report should compare the staff cost per number of staff in each subsidiary, then the CEO could see where the majority of cost goes. Comment. Assuming that what is intended is that a metric average wage per staff member be included, then this is answering the question, but only in a vague way. This recommendation leaves unanswered questions, and it could be improved by stating the reason for measuring this quantity, i.e. how it fits with the strategy of the business, and whether this metric is appropriate for the group, or the subsidiary boards, or for all three. Point 16. The report should also try to show the staff cost between cafes and Juicy, and head office staff, as it's not fair to include the head office cost in the performance of the two subs. Comment. There needs to be a lead-in to this discussion that talks about the main measures of performance of the group and the subs. For example, it could be argued that this point is incorrect, since the report gives the operating profit of the subs individually, and so has excluded the head office costs. This can be easily checked by seeing that the group staff cost is not simply the sum of the staff costs of the two subs. Point 17. The operating cost shows a breakdown of fixed and variable costs. It should try to focus on variable costs, as this will indicate where the company is spending most. Comment. The candidate seems to be rushing their answer now and is gaining no benefit by doing so. The operating costs do not show which are fixed and which are variable. Indeed, that is the subject of a later piece of analysis in part two of this question. Also, there is no justification offered as to why the variable costs are the key costs. Point 18. Including costs such as depreciation and tax will not benefit the performance of the company and will not add any value. Comment. This type of comment needs to distinguish which company is being discussed, the group or one of the subs as shareholder value is the key metric in the mission. Tax, 
and some measure of the use of assets seems significant in measuring performance. Point 19. It should display the other operating cost on things such as electricity, water, wastage bills, as these will add value to the report. Comment. No justification is offered for the additional cost of preparing these metrics, nor consideration of the impact of further confusing a detailed financial report with more financial metrics. Point 20. The report states the number of leavers and new joiners, but does not say the cost of these. By showing a breakdown on the cost of training and employee agency costs, the company could try to improve employee satisfaction and maybe decrease the number of employee leavers. Comment. The report is in Appendix 1 and does not give detail about leavers and joiners. If the suggestion here is that the report should give these measures, then again this needs to be justified. An acceptable justification would be to point to the need for new metrics if the mission statement is changed. Point 21. The report also shows a number of ratios and profitability analysis, but shows how well the company is doing, but without benchmarking. We do not know if these are any good compared to competitors. Comment. This statement ignores the industry averages given. The answer needs to make specific points, such as It would benefit the subsidiary boards to have operating margins and other profitability ratios in their own subsectors in order to benchmark performance. Candidates were expected to comment on how to use the figures given and on the possibility of internal benchmarking between the cafes and juice bars. Point 22. The report is also very number-based and contains a lot of financial information. This would not be good for non-financial user to read. Comment. Again, it is helpful to give examples of what is meant and maybe suggest broad improvements, such as the inclusion of a narrative commentary. Point 23. Also, it only contains one year's worth of information. It does not show the last year's results, and so we do not know if the performance is getting better or worse. Cantor's mission statement is to maximise shareholders' wealth, but the report does not give any indicators on how this is happening. It should show EPS ratios or information on how it is targeting to improve their wealth. Comment. This is right on the mark, but sadly not given the priority it deserves, i.e. it should be at the beginning of the answer. If the answer had started with this comment, it may have prompted many more helpful comments as the detail of the report was discussed. Point 24. The report should contain a mix of financial and non-financial information, and it should compare both, such as number of returning customers or staff cost per restaurant. Comment. Again, this is unjustified. The candidate is leaving it to the marker to work out if it's a reasonable idea or not. An improvement would be for the answer to point to the mission statement and the role of customers in order to justify such a new metric. Point 25. This would target specific areas and give a better indicator on how both companies are doing. Comment. This is an unnecessary comment. Summary The answer tries hard 
but consistently fails to make its points relevant and justified in assessing the performance report of Cantor Group using the information in the scenario. It shows how not to answer this question. Before listening to the improved solutions in part two of this podcast, it would be an excellent exercise for you to now write your own solution. This should only take about 20 to 25 minutes as you've done the preparation.